With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. Ten thousand layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the Ten Thousand Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here, as always, with Julian Andrews. Julian, happy Tuesday! Thanks. Feels like it should be Friday. It really does. Yeah, <laughs> this is the week before the week where where nobody does anything. Mm-hmm. So everybody's yeah, trying to do twice as much. We're gonna have like a three week stretch too, where like nobody does anything because it's yeah. the week before Christmas, the week after Christmas, and the, the week after New Year's. Yep. Where, um, yeah, I totally agree. And like in Minnesota right now, there's like funky weather that's supposed to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it's just raining. So everybody's just like, we got to stay in. We can't drive anywhere. And um, it's just like normal outside right now. Not yeah. to say it won't get bad, but. Um, I know, that's always the funniest part is when, yeah, everyone's like freaking out and it's 35 and. Yeah, it's like drizzling. <laughs> drizzling. Yeah, it's like, okay, this is normal oh <laughs> uh, yeah 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 yeah. um well uh we have a few things to talk about today all yeah. wolves related so we're not going to get into like any news around the nope. league we actually have quite a bit of stuff to talk about uh okay wolves have lost two straight games now most recently last night mm-hmm. they lost the blazers i actually stayed up for their, most of the game i turned it off in like the fourth yeah. uh the wolves got within 10 but uh dame just went nuclear i think he hit 11 threes um beat the yeah. wolves um, I mean, back-to-back losses to the Blazers. We can talk about what that means for tie-breaking purposes. It's probably not worth talking about now, but yeah, the loss drops the Wolves to 13 and 14 on the season, 11th in the West. Uh, Julian, you have some insider info. You have some insider info that was at the well, game. Yeah. So my, Give us the deets. I, those of you who listen know I grew up in Portland. So my dad and uncle were at, the last game and my dad texted me literally five minutes before we started recording no idea how he knew we were about to start recording <laughs> but um he says my five takeaways one d'angelo is a ball hog two fair. lillard lillard with an exclamation point fair it's a good takeaway <clears throat> three gobert he dunks and blocks at the rim but has no moves in the post and can't really defend moves in the post mm-hmm. that's, that's fair nurk kind of got the better of him Four, really? Who is that skinny guy starting at the four? He's talking about Jaden. Oh, we didn't look particularly good, I don't think. Yeah, um, but who I still love. Well, it's hard because they had him guarding Dame the, like most yeah. of the night, and yeah. yeah, it's just a hard one. Um, and then his fifth takeaway is also Lillard with an exclamation point. And then he sent me another one just a couple of minutes ago. Six. Where was that one awesome second half ant drive to the basket? The rest of the game. Oh yeah. C number one, which is D'Angelo is a ball hog. So actually fair analysis. <laughs> yeah, pretty fair. Um, From a Blazers fan, I will say like very tilted towards the Blazers, but I see what he means with D'Lo. We've been saying it for years. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Um, it's so hard because like we can actually, I want to, let's get into, let me get into one, two things first before like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll keep like the go bear tweet stuff for later. Yeah. That's a little juicy. Um, but okay. So it goes back to, I don't know if you read John Krasinski's story, mm-hmm. but it was basically talking about like shootouts and how like the wolves are just not equipped to handle that right now. Yeah. 
Um, well, and then the quote after the game, Kyle Anderson, mind you, this team is 13 and 14. Like they're like 500, right? Kyle Anderson's quote after the game was fucking, I thought it was hilarious. So like, funny. Basically like I, you would think someone's dying. Uh, he goes, one, one saying I've learned in this league is when you're going through hell, keep going. So you got to be ready tomorrow. Like this. And, and I know like you're going through hell here. Yeah. But I do get it because it actually yeah. feels like it's horrible and it doesn't seem fun for fans. So I understand what it's like for players, but it's also like you are, you could win the next two games in your 15 and 14. And like, we feel good about this road trip, but like that just tells me that vibes are like not good. Vibes are off. Yeah. Um, it feels like if, if quotes like that, like if we're going through hell and, and Chris Finch has some quotes where he's basically just like players aren't coming out ready. And, um, you know, he's like talking about if you're missing free throws and layups, like that just tells me that you're like, you're not prepared. Yeah. It's not and a coaching al- thing. And also like, I think there's this continued obsession with the officiating, like even yeah. on like Wolves Twitter. And honestly, like some of it I think is pretty fair. Like when, when John Krasinski starts tweeting about officiating, you're like, you yeah, there's like some, you know, some fire. Um, but at the same time, like, it is bad for this team to focus on officiating. They do it too much. Totally, it, It's a fact. It's like a factor. It's a thing that Carl does all the time, but it's concerning yeah. that they're still doing it um, because like, they're not just going to start getting calls, you know? So it's like, if Ant's not getting calls, you have to like figure out how to play through that. Um, and I think that like the way Ant plays, it is kind of like, he's so big, you know, it's almost like, he gets hit whacked on the arm and it doesn't affect him very much. And so like the foul doesn't get called to you like hate yeah. to tell him to like exaggerate the contact more, but like that's what these guys do, you know, like that's how these fouls get called. But then you see like guys like Lillard or jaw who like every time they get hit, they're like falling on their face from eight feet up in the air. And it's like easier to call the foul. Um, so I and mean, that's something that they got to figure out like strategy wise, but at the same time, like you got to put that out of your head. And focus yeah, on the play. It's a fine line because like you're right. You do have to like if you're ant, you have to like figure out like how are you gonna get those calls? But at the at the same time, we talked about this a lot last year. It's like, you know what, refs aren't gonna call the team that bitches about not getting calls. Yeah. Like that's yeah. generally the teams that don't get calls, right? Like and, and like the for whatever reason our fan base is like obsessed with obsessed. the refs hating us. Yeah. And I get it, like lately it has not gone well. And you could, but the thing is every single team in the league can point to like moments or games, right? Like I bet if you talk to a Wolves fan right now, they'll tell you about how Kevin Love was fouled and Ed Malloy didn't call it. And yeah, you know, the Alan Horton call of Ed Malloy, like they'll, they'll talk about that. And that was like 10 years ago. Like, and let's be clear. Like we're talking about moments because if you, if you zoom out, the, the Wolves were 10 for 19 from the free throw line. Yeah. The Blazers were 16 of 21. They shot two more free throws. You yeah. know, like it's not like there's like also, some giant and they hit way more. <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. You, know? you, you, you shot like 50% from the three point line or from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Like, right. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. I just wish we could stop talking about it, but I don't yeah. think it's going to happen with this team. Yeah. I, I know. I, I, I agree. Well, like back to the shootout thing. Yeah. So this is actually pretty interesting. Um, so, a big thing. I don't think we actually talked about this a whole lot in the off season. It was kind of one of those, like the wolves got go bear. Uh, they're going to lose some three point shooting, but it'll be fine. Like we'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Okay. So listen to these numbers and you're probably reading it. Cause it's on the sheet, but like, mm-hmm. okay. Out. Not on the Timberwolves anymore. And followed by how many three pointers they've made this season. Malik Beasley. 
94. Patrick Beverly, 15. Jared Vanderbilt, 12. So a total mm-hmm. of 121. From the players the Timberwolves have acquired, Jared Vanderbilt would be the number one three-point shooter out of this group. Not what you want. Kyle Anderson has made 10. Austin Rivers made six. Bryn Forbes has made six. Wendell Moore Jr. has made two. And Matt Ryan has made one. So it's a difference between out is 121, in is 25. Now, if you're going to argue with that, you can say, well, okay, well, you know, there's more shots. In theory, there'd be more shots for other players available like Jalen Noel, whatever. But like, just if you look at the numbers, like Jalen Noel's role hasn't changed. Like, yes, he's playing more minutes, but like, like he's still a 30% three point shooter and he's shooting through three, three threes a game. Like he's not like whatever. This is not the correct take. And I fully admit that before I say it, but is it possible that losing Malik Beasley is going to end up being like one of the more impactful things this year? For the team, because that oh, dude was a gunner. Like for the wolves, will, yeah. Like no, I I don't think that's a wrong like, take. I think that's a right take. I know that Pat Beverly is like everyone's talking about Bev, but like Beasley was really good for us, like the second half of last year. And I think because he was not so good the first half of last year, people kind of forgot. But he was like real, like he was hitting like two or three threes every single game. You know, and off the bench, and that ma- that's that really matters. And Bryn Forbes, like as you said, has just not done that. No, he's he's been really bad, and I think that's what they. That, I think that's what like the 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 idea was, and that and then I get it. Like you got rid of Beasley because you wanted to open up more minutes for Noel, but Noel mm-hmm. just like isn't he's a different kind of player. Like yeah, he's a player that plays within the three point line, and he's really good driving and like creating those weird mid range shots, which is fine. But when you're with Gobert and he's in the paint or you know, it's just yep. like not, you know, and then you run into all kinds of problems when like Reed and Towns are like your three point shooters, but then they're out of the paint, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just think that's like something where like now looking back and I get, I get it. Hindsight's 2020. Um, where like, would you rather have put Russell, D'Angelo Russell in that trade? And I don't, I don't know what Utah wanted, what <laughs> they didn't want. Right. But like, would you rather have him in that trade and then you sign a mid tier point guard to start? Or you get someone like, I don't know, like Monty Morris, right? Or just start J-Mac. And then you have McLaughlin off your bench. Yeah. Um, and go from there. And yeah. I, like, obviously the answer now is like, yeah, yes. that sounds great. <laughs> but, but but also like D'Angelo Russell has played a lot better over the last like two weeks. He he won the game on Friday yeah, night against true. the Jazz. So yeah. like, whatever. Um, D'Lo can be a good player for your team, but if D'Lo is a good player for your team, your team's just not very good. Like I, I that seems like contradictory, but like he's going to win you some games for sure, but he's also just going to lose you a bunch. And yeah, if kind of, that's the experience. If he's has the ball all the time. Yeah. You're saying that. Yeah. Like if he has to win you a game, it's, it's probably not. Yeah. You're just not in a good spot. Yeah. Franchise. But it's not that he can't do it. It's just, he's not consistent enough to be relied upon to do it frequently. Yeah. But no, it's I like, agree. It's those times when he does do it where you're like, Oh yeah. From, because from he's our, a talented guy, you know, it's just, it, that's why it's frustrating. No, I know. And that, 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 the frustrating thing is too, it's like when Towns is out, right. And he's saying like, and, and he starts to get more vocal and he's playing defense and he's like, yeah, well now I can do those things. Cause you know, I don't have to worry about like just playing point guard. And it's like, well, that's a, the wrong attitude, but like <laughs> when, when guys, when guys can turn it on and turn it off like that, 
like Jimmy Butler can do it, but it's like a competitive thing and like a rest thing where like D'Angelo, if you just do it, it just feels like when you don't do it, it's because you don't want to do, it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that's even more frustrating. Um, for more context around the three point numbers last year, Wolves ranked first in three pointers made 14.8 and three pointers attempt 41.3 and 12th in three point percentage, which was 35.8 this year. They ranked 22nd in three pointers made with 11 16th and three pointers attempted at 33 and 25th in three point percentage at 33.4. So not good. Not good. Not good. Um, and with that, Julian, the NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Who's going to hit threes for the Timberwolves? When I'm looking to get in the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code promo code TBPN and place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, by the way, up next for the Wolves, they have two more games on the road trip. On uh, Wednesday, they are at the Clippers, and then on Friday, they are at the Thunder. Two winnable games. Gotta win one. Also, two losable games. Gotta so. win one of them. Okay, we are getting more into drama land. Um, Rudy Gobert, um, who um, I think it's, it's not fair to say that he started COVID in the NBA. It was going to happen no matter what, but his <laughs> actions touching the microphones and ironically was the first player to test positive after the fact. Uh, so Elon Musk tweeted, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci, um, which I don't think he definitely doesn't know how pronouns work. And that's insensitive in itself. And then you have Gobert who likes the tweet. Um, there, there's like two angles to look at this at one is, the insensitivity around um, pronouns and why people use them and like mm-hmm. whatever. Two is like the fact that Gobert is liking a tweet that's even like semi-COVID related considering his position, I think is so something that you just, even if that's what you think from just like a, like the fact that he thought he wasn't going to get attention from this is like baffling to me. And of course all the, the, the Twitters and like, I feel so bad for, uh, Chris Hine, who wrote the story at the Star Tribune, oh he's getting so much flack. And <sighs> like, the thing is, people are just like showing their their hand, right? And we've talked about this before. It's like, if you don't understand what we're talking about, it has nothing to do with whether or not you think the lockdowns were right or whatever. It's like less about Fauci than it is just about like being a fucking good, like normal person. Yeah. And yeah. they just don't understand what the story is, which whatever. Um, I mean, this is like the oldest trick in the book. Like you, you just like invent a straw man thing that the tweets about and then yell at that. Yeah, totally. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's very, very stupid. I mean, this is like exactly the stupid reaction that you would expect from like some shit like this, but so it's, it's very, very, let's dumb. get into each one here. Cause I want to get into yeah, like, I gotta the, break it down. I want to get into the pronoun thing first. Yeah. Then I want to get into the, the COVID part and I want to like, dive into why neither of Gobert's responses are good enough. No. And they're not, yep. they're not actually apologize. And the thing is you don't have to apologize, but you just have to like, not necessarily, you know, so, okay, this is, this is, I'm going to go down deep here. Let's start, but, start at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, when, so 
I lost my mom like, I don't know, five years ago or whatever. What bugged me more than anything wasn't that like when people wanted to talk to me about it, that was great. It was when people told me that their experiences and they were trying to like, which I I, I think mm-hmm. is just like a human thing, but they would tell me about a really hard time they would go through. And then they would just talk about that the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, well, that was actually not super helpful because now I'm just like trying to console you on your thing. And you suddenly just made this about you, which yeah. whatever. I'm not saying it's a bad, sometimes it comes from a good place, but if you read these quotes, I don't necessarily think it is. So, uh, Gobert's talking about the pronoun thing. Uh, his first quote, you never want to cause hurt to anyone. You know, that's it. That's the bottom line. I'm, I'm a, I mean, I'm a tall kid from France, a skinny guy. I'm goofy. I can't shoot, whatever. I get really thing, awful things tweeted at me every day that goes beyond basketball. And it's really tough on social media sometimes to not be heard or be offended. Like, oh, okay. Like, was it, was there something in there that I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. I read it and it, it, it was bad. And then like you re- like say it out loud. It's like, that's almost like, like, that, it like made it so much worse. He goes it's from, so I just stupid. need, he, he's like drawing this, he's drawing a parallel. Like just, just get this through your head. If there are anybody listening to this at this point. He's drawing a parallel between being tall and an NBA player and being skinny and being, I think, like from France and someone who can't shoot and who can't shoot with somebody who's being like dealing with like hate speech because of their gender identity. It's like Mm -hmm. how like how how are you how are you this dumb? You know, like (laughs) I like even if even if you're not sorry, like even if you, you like just like don't like think that people should use pronouns and you think COVID was fake. Like I have, well, I don't do not respect that opinion, but like, how are you so dumb that you think that like this response is going to like work for you? You know, it's just like, and there's a full, there's a full PR staff on the Twitter. We know some of them. They're fine. They're like good at their, or what did I say? You said on the Twitter. On the Twitter, <laughs> there's actually not much, not much of that. I think they, they, they maybe the Twitter yeah, they, might have all got, got fired. Got um, but uh, no, on the Timberwolves, there's a whole PR staff. Like they can help you come up with some like vague bullshit to say. You know, like it, it, it's just like even if you go beyond how bad this is, like in terms of what he's saying, which we shouldn't like, we, I'm not trying to gloss over the substance of what's happening here because it's like very damaging and bad. It's just also so stupid. It's like, I don't know how to so like stupid. If he would have, ex- so if he would have stopped after his first quote, I actually was like, I was, when I was reading the story, I was like, Oh, okay. Like I get it. Like, uh, his first yeah. quote, my intent was to never hurt anyone. And then he goes into like, I think Elon tweets about stuff like that. And sometimes you like a tweet, like he's acting like he just like unintentionally like woke up in the middle of the night, accidentally liked a tweet, whatever. Well, uh, but I mean, I kind of get what he's saying though. It's like, you're scrolling Twitter. Yeah. Like he's like liking a bunch of shit. He's like, yeah. LOL. And then he goes, I and just think you know. I have to learn a little bit about a uh, more about the pronoun thing. Totally get it. Right. Yeah. Like doesn't totally. know how it really works. Doesn't know why it works for whatever reason. Okay. That's fine. Drop it. Yeah. Next one. Oh, you're tall and you can't shoot. You go through, you must go through the same things. It's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's why like I tweeted today. I just said like, this story is, he just doesn't get it. And of course everybody's like, Oh, because he made fun of Fauci or whatever. It's like, actually that has nothing to do with it. I do not care about that. If he tweeted like, 
I hate Anthony Fauci, I'd be like, okay, like <laughs> okay. that's a weird tweet, but like I can't, I'm not gonna like call you, you know, right? Like that's your yeah. opinion, and everybody's entitled to that, and certainly that's fine. Um, I just well, think that like <laughs> it's not great, but yeah, I know. It's no, it's it's yeah, not totally. great, but like it yeah, would be ba- I think it's on. It would be- it's like these two things together. Yeah. With this fundamental misunderstanding of like what the hell he's talking about is just like so much. Like, but wouldn't the story be better if he like liked it and then he replied and was like, I don't understand pronouns, my apologies, but I hate Fauci. You'd be like, <laughs> okay, like I don't know. Like, I don't agree with that, but like Yeah, no, actually that your- would be like slightly better, I think. Like that's your quote. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So let's move to the second oh, part of God. this. Yeah. Uh whatever. COVID he's not a fan of the lockdowns or mask mandates uh, or anything, which we don't, we don't even know really. Well, uh, did he in, say, yeah, well in, in the story from high, I'm guessing Chris oh, right, did right, right, some right. research here. He goes, yep. Gobert has not been shy about expressing his views related to COVID-19 on Twitter. Uh, for instance, he has like multiple tweets and writings critical of vaccine mandates in New York city. He's also like multiple tweets from Musk. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, which is whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, and then he was asked about Carl mm-hmm. and here's his quote. I love Carl. That's my brother. And I know uh, he's been through a lot with COVID. I've also been through a oh lot with COVID. God. I think we've all been through a lot. Huh? <laughs> okay. Carl lost his mom and like multiple family members to COVID. You oh were the guy God. that coughed on microphones. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. 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 It's just so stupid. Rudy's just like not smart. I, I, he's, I don't know how to say it. It's just like, no, it's, I mean, that's, that's right. He's just like an idiot. And I don't even really think it's worth, it's like, there are certain people where it's like not even really worth like unpacking too much, like into what they're saying or, or what, or, or anything. Cause it's no, just I, like, you're yeah. just not smart. Like, sorry. Like you have had many years to like, think about this to kind of like form your opinions about it. And like, if this is what we're doing, you know, now in our year 2022, like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, but it's, it's bad for the wolves. I mean, like, let's be clear. Like this is not good for the locker room. And like, it's, it's worse for like, you know, society at large. Cause like Rudy has, whether you like it or not, pretty large platform. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that are like, go Rudy, you know? Yeah. And that sucks. Um, but you got to imagine Carl's not feeling great about this. No, what? no. And like, I want people to know that are reading, like if, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? I don't agree with what you guys are saying. You guys are liberals and I hate you. This actually has nothing to do with politics, but it has everything to do with like trying to tie yourself into the story and not actually address the like the issue or the topic that, yeah you know like the topic the two things here were the pronouns and and like the sensitivity and and, and education around that and the and covid and whatever and he 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 goes from like kind of apologizing to basically saying he feels the same pain that people going through a million different things they're on the same yeah. level. And then he goes and compares himself to cat saying like, this guy's lost all these family members. Well, you know, that, that sucks. It's I've been also hard been, for me too. It, yeah. And like, I'm not saying that's not true. Independently, those things are, if you take those things separate and you say, Rudy has been through a lot with COVID. I'm sure he has because he was an idiot that coughed on microphones and I'm sure people have not been nice to him and he probably doesn't deserve it. 
right? Like some of the things people have said to him. Sure. You, you'd, yeah. you'd not wish that upon people, certainly. In the other corner, you have towns who's lost multiple family members. Together, like, the, the, you can't, why would you try to compare that? I don't exactly. know. Yeah, totally. It's just inane. <sighs> aye, aye, aye. Okay. That is a good, that's a good summary. It's a good, yeah. good rant. I don't know. Um, it's just, it's, it's hard that, this brings up like an interesting thing, which is like, how do you reckon with public figures and sports figures who have different opinions than you, you know? And that's like an interesting conversation to have because like you can still root for the wolves and like think that like Rudy's beliefs are messed up and that he's stupid. But like you can also like ask public figures and ask sports figures to like show basic empathy. You yeah. know, people, people act like it's like, oh, well, like they either have to totally share your views and like totally align with you or like, or you just have to hate them. And that's just like, not true. Like, no, you and can like, we're not going to get anything done if that's no. how we treat situations. And also just like, we are allowed as like consumers of basketball and like consumers of sports to like expect things from those, these players. And we don't have to expect that they believe the same things that we do because yep. that's unreasonable. I mean, we might like it if they did, it's great when they do, mm -hmm. but like it's unreasonable. It's not going to happen, but like we can expect these players to not like show up and just behave like morons. And I, I don't know why that is such a hard concept for people to grasp. And I, this is kind of gets back to what you were saying earlier about just how people on Twitter are all of a sudden like, oh, well, you just must like, I don't know, like you guys are liberals. We hate you, blah, 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 yeah. blah. It, it's when just like, it's just, why can't we, why can't we ask that Rudy is like not stupid about this? Like it's just, it's just not, we're not asking for much here. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what I keep coming back to. It's just like, this is not hard. I, no, it, it's not. And I totally agree. And like you're putting your, if you're a public figure and you're putting yourself in a position yeah. where you're liking something like that, well, you better be prepared to talk about it. And if yeah. your answer sucks, like be prepared to be called out. Like that's yeah. like kind of part of how it goes. And like, it's like, sorry, I, you're a public figure and you make millions of dollars playing basketball. There yeah. are things that come with that. People yeah. are going to pay attention to you. You know, like, you can't just say whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and you know, like in, in, in Chris, I think I've seen some of the tweets at him. Um, which are just like, you know, yeah, bad, really bad. And it's like, hopefully he's just like brushing them off. Cause he totally should, because I'm glad that he asked the question like, and, yeah, and sure. did, did the story for sure, because that's like his job and people are wondering about something and it's, you know what, it's a hell of a lot more interesting than like talking about the game and like, Hey, you guys got crushed by the blazers. Like, tell me about it. Right. Like I guarantee you that article has more views than, you know, not that you're going for, for clicks, but the kind people of are, are interested yeah. in what, yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, um, hopefully uh, fun times, fun times in wolves land, but yeah, please do not be cyberbullying Chris Hine. Come yeah. On. Don't, don't do that. He's a good guy. If you're doing that. And, and even if he wasn't a good podcast, guy, don't cyber bully him. Yeah. That's mean. Just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> the thing yeah i don't want the thing about these cyber bullies is they have no like they don't have a life that's just their their trolls that's true and they their whole thing is like they get off on getting getting the person they're bullying mad yeah and once you bite the bait they're just like i'm just gonna give the cliche they're just like in the basement 
you know, they got grease on their belly. I don't know what they have, but like, they're just, they're all happy. They're all hot and bothered and happy. Um, hot, bothered oh, and happy. <laughs> the old, tri- the, the triple threat. <laughs> the trifecta. Yep. And what else could he ask for? Uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, let's say, let, let's hope that, uh, let's go wolves against Clippers and, and, and wolves. Yeah. you know, if, if the wolves can go two and oh, life's good again. And the wolves are above 500 and, um, it's going to be a whole season. Isn't I think, it? I think life's so. great. They're going to be the thing is 20 life's horrible. They're 22 and 24. Kyle Anderson's like, dude, why did I fucking leave Memphis? I <laughs> hate this. Like, Oh this my God. Goddamn hellhole. I hate my life. I, I think that Chris Finch is Satan. <laughs> dude. I think Chris Finch hates his life right now. Yeah, now that guy's going through hell. Seeing some of his, like, just <laughs> his demeanor on the sideline, he's like, Jesus Christ. Like, this is... I left the Raptors for this. Yeah, this is horrible. Um, bring back Ryan Saunders, he says. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, we're out of here. Um, we'll maybe do a podcast later this week. I doubt it. We'll, we'll see. see if anything pops up. But uh, otherwise, we will talk to everyone next week. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>